0: It's Friday, March 31st, 2023, the day before April Fool's Day. Only a fool would go after a singing sword. A good idea, fool. Welcome to episode 47 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. In this edition of the Postcast, the friends of the Alameda Animal Shelter invite you to check out their newly renovated facility, Could rail transit return to the island? The Alameda Point Harbor Seals are making a splash in the Big Apple. We're finally drying out, but the latest atmospheric river pushes the Sierra snowpack into record territory. A sad ending to an Alameda missing persons case. And a local theater gets some recognition from across the bay. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story... After a month of being shut down for sorely needed upgrades to kennels and floors, the Friends of the Alameda Animal Shelter Facility at 1590 Fortman Way will reopen on Saturday, April 8th, with a ribbon-cutting party that will include shelter tours, refreshments, and adoptable animals. The festivities begin at 1 p.m. when Mayor Marilyn Ezie Ashcraft will cut the ceremonial ribbon and the shelter will officially reopen. As reported earlier in the post and here on the postcast, the friends of the Alameda Animal Shelter had quite the task on their hands. Our own Liz Barrett recently spent time at the shelter and got to see the results firsthand. In order to upgrade the facility, the animals had to be moved out at the beginning of March. A combination of adoptions, fostering, and some temporary housing at Urban Cowgirl Ranch in Castro Valley allowed the work to begin. The upgrades involved changing out the dog runs with modern state-of-the-art kennels and installing a new flooring system. The new kennels are also sound-reducing and bacteria-resistant. The 40-year-old facility was originally built when the definition of animal control was very different than the current working concept. As noted by FOSS CEO John Lepp, quote, Through our volunteers and staff and all of our community programs, we've been turning it from a pound to an adoption center. End quote. To complete the renovations, Foz worked with several national and local vendors, including Shoreline Kennels, Permatech Midmark Flooring, SK Installations, A.T. Weber, Sweet Lemon Moving, and Trejo Painting. Our own Jeff Cambra and his canine companion Moof got involved as well, offering dining gift cards to those willing to assist with the fostering effort. The parking lot was also redone, taking care of numerous potholes. Some work remains to be completed, notably a new front gate for security. The $250,000 project was funded primarily by the city, with additional money coming from FAS donors. So, Make your plans for Saturday, April 8th to come on down to 1590 Fortman Way to see the upgrades and maybe even take home a new furry friend. For details, photos, and links to animals looking for a new forever home, see Liz Barrett's article at alamedapost.com news. Years ago, trains and trolleys rumbled through Alameda on a regular basis. This past Wednesday, the City of Alameda Transportation Commission received an update on the Link 21 program. Jointly sponsored by the Capital Corridor Joint Powers Authority and the San Francisco Bay Area Rapid Transit, Link 21 proposes a new Transbay rail crossing between Oakland and San Francisco with the aim of bolstering the rail network within the 21-county Bay Area megaregion. Camille Salle, Link 21 program lead for CCJPA, said the project is critical to meeting population growth and shifting travel demands projected by the year 2040. BART's existing Transbay tube between San Francisco and West Oakland will have insufficient capacity and reach to adequately address issues of transit accessibility and connectivity, imbalance between job availability and affordable housing, and climate change in the Bay Area. Sal said a new rail crossing can expand both BART and regional rail service, non-subway train service like Caltrain or Amtrak, and unlock the potential for one-seat train rides to locations far beyond BART's current service area. Right now, the Link 21 project is in the concept identification phase, that is, literally trying to figure out what the path forward is. Could that future include a rail station on the island? A group of transportation planning students at UC Berkeley's College of Environmental Design has taken up that question. And they've identified three potential sites, Alameda Point, the College of Alameda, and the South Shore Center. BART Media Relations Manager Jim Allison applauded the Berkeley students for being great participants in the planning effort and said that their work may help guide future analysis and community outreach. In the meantime, Allison told The Post that the Link 21 team will evaluate, analyze, and refine the concepts they've been presenting to Bay Area communities and will share results by June. It is important to understand that this is very much preliminary planning at this stage. The project selection phase isn't expected to be complete until 2028 with the new crossing, however it is configured, to start carrying passengers in 2039. Obviously, this is an involved, very long-term process. To explore the complete timeline, research, and history of the project, see Ken Durr's article at alamedapost.com news. Some of our Alameda seals are having an impact all the way across the country. Since June of 2016, the harbor seals at Alameda Point have taken advantage of the artificial float. We've seen as many as 80 individuals on that float, so what was once viewed as an experiment is now an unqualified success. The folks at the New York Aquarium on Coney Island have taken notice. In July, the Wildlife Conservation Society installed a float in their Sea Cliffs exhibit. Modeled after the Alameda float, the research project was initiated by aquarium keeper Peyton Sra as part of her work toward a graduate degree. According to Sra, studying haul-out behavior of harbor seals in a controlled setting, quote, can better advise conservation actions for the growing wild seal populations managed by local officials on the East Coast, end quote. Our local pinnipeds are celebrities in New York, with the Alameda float prominently displayed in a picture at the Coney Island facility. Why do harbor seals need a place to rest? Well, as Richard Bangert notes, harbor seals spend anywhere from a third to half of their day out of the water in order to warm up and rest. They also typically give birth on land. Both the continuing pressure from people using shoreline areas and rising sea levels present challenges for future well-being of the harbor seals. Floats like the one at Alameda Point provide a safe refuge. A happy side note on our harbor seals. It appears they suffered no ill effects from last year's algae bloom and fish die-off. A final word about the float. If you are a boater, please keep your distance. 300 feet is the minimum suggestion. Recently, boaters have been observed coming close to the seals in order to take pictures. Not only does this stress the animals, but it is in violation of the Marine Mammal Protection Act. For more information about our newly famous aquatic friends, as well as some great trivia about how seals use their whiskers to hunt, see Richard Bangert's article at alamedapost.com features. While we were busy getting drenched here on the island, the Sierra Nevada snowpack was setting a record with an accumulation that exceeds the previous record season of 1982-1983. This bodes well for continued drought relief, For now, it looks like we'll get a chance to keep the raincoats at home for a bit as we get a break from the atmospheric rivers. Remember, for weather conditions actually measured here on Alameda, head over to alamedapost.com weather. You'll also find a convenient five-day forecast. Earlier this week, the Post reported about the case of 56-year-old Ángel Ambriz, who was reported missing on March 23rd. Video footage showed him walking in the Marina Village Yacht Harbor around 1.55 a.m. on March 18th. Sadly, on Wednesday the 29th, Mr. Umbres' body was discovered in the water near where he was last seen. Additional follow-up is being conducted by the Alameda County Sheriff's Office Coroner's Bureau and Alameda Police Department Detectives. The updated story at alamedapost.com slash news. In happier news, congratulations to the Alterina Playhouse. The San Francisco Bay Area Theater Critics Circle has announced their nominations for their 46th Excellence in Theater Awards for 2022. Alterina's fall offering of A Nice Family Gathering was nominated for five awards, including Ensemble for a Comedy, Featured Performers, Principal Performance in a Comedy, and Overall Production in a 100- to 300-seat house. Alterina currently presenting Ruthless, the musical. Our resident theater critic Gene Cahane took in a performance and dubbed it, in the best sense of the word, ridiculous, but really, really good. Gene was taken in by the the over-the-top production that focuses on a precocious and psychopathic eight-year-old actress. And Gene offered high praise for the music, asking rhetorically, has there ever been a better collection of pipes ever on that stage? See Gene's enthusiastic review at alamedapost.com slash features. You can find showtimes and ticket links at alamedapost.com slash events. This Sunday, April 2nd, join Dennis Evanosky for Bay Farm Island, B.C., before Cowan. The walking history tour meets at Tillman Park at 10 a.m. For tickets, visit alamedapost.com/tours. For an introduction, see Dennis's article at alamedapost.com/history. alamedapost.com/events your source for all happenings across the island. Ensign All High Drama closes out their run of The Lightning Thief, the Percy Jackson musical, final show, Saturday, April 1st. The Pacific Pinball Museum presents their monthly Little Flippers class for kids age 5 to 12. Class runs Saturday from 1130 to 1230. By the way, special thank you to the museum for providing the entertainment for the post's first ever staff celebration this week. Also, shout outs to Santoro's for the food and the West Alameda Business Association for the meeting space. If you'd like to see a picture of the folks who bring you the post, check out our Facebook page. Look for me in the back row. After multiple cancellations, the Alameda Point Antiques Fair is back Sunday from 6 a.m. until 3 p.m. As always, make sure to check out alamedapost.com slash events. Thank you for supporting local news for Alameda. See all the benefits of membership at alamedapost.com slash memberships. Remember, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Mastodon, and now we have our own subreddit. Find the Postcast wherever you get your podcast or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday with episode 48 of the Alameda Postcast.